Welcome to our Friday series on God's Generals. Coach Rob Saunders is happy to share with you rare and precious interviews with the prophets of our time. Today's episode features Pat Robertson. We've just recently seen this tragedy of the World Trade Center. Mm-hmm. And that stood, I mean, the World Trade Center. That's a, mm-hmm. a bless them all, but that's still a tragedy. What is the warning to, and I'm not, I'm talking about personal warning to these young men and women that are out working so hard. What is the warning of that to them? Well, you know, uh, the Revelation says, uh, woe unto Babylon. In, in Revelation 18. In an hour, you know, it's, it's, it's fallen. Okay. And uh, within an hour, the two symbols of the power of America, the symbol of our finance and the symbol of our military was, was in smoldering ruins in an hour. Uh, and it, it's, uh, I was talking just today yes. with a man uh, uh, who was recounting a gentleman uh, in, in Asia who lost $400 million in three weeks uh, with improvident investments. $400 in three weeks. $400 million. in three weeks. Uh, the stock market, the dot-com billionaires, you know, just wasted out. These, these companies bankrupt. selling for $160, $70 a share down now to $0.70, $0.80 cents a share or they're going bankrupt. And wealth can go so fast, it can take wings. And I think the, 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 uh, the, the, the example of these young people is that you just have to build your house on a solid rock. You cannot build it on, on the shifting sand. And shifting sand is money. It, 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 you cannot count on it. It'll take wings and fly away. And so your, your uh, help to us on this was that the two towers, mm-hmm. one, uh, one, one symbol, the, the economic, the financial world, mm-hmm. and the other one, the military, military. world in Washington. Within an so, hour. Just uh, like that. Within an hour. That's how fast wealth can go. So if, if that is your God, uh, you remember in tw- the 2930 crash, people were jumping out of uh, tall buildings because their God was their money and their money had disappeared. Well, is, is, it your, uh, is it your hope that this recent tragedy that we've been through mm-hmm. be a uh, spark to help us wake up to this? Oh, it is. Uh, the Lord has witnessed to me that we're going to have revival this year. Uh, we have a, a prayer clock where we've got people that are, that are at quarter hour intervals on a 24 hour basis. We have over 10,000 cities and uh, towns and communities in America that are now covered by people who are praying. And uh, I feel that God is getting ready to send a huge revival to America. And what the devil intended, you know, the Bible says that God will take the wrath of man Mm. and make it praise him. The remainder of wrath he will restrain. Mm. It could have gotten much, much worse. There's no doubt that many of these things are demonic in origin. Uh, I think that we're looking at uh, uh, some of the hatred of the Lord, certainly that's, that's present in the in the Islamic world. I don't think that's of God. I think that's satanic. Uh, the hatred of America, the hatred of Jews, uh, this isn't just uh, normal. It's it's pathological uh, and, and you could say demonic. The the desire to destroy people, to kill your yourself, uh, and to kill innocent people. This this kind of thing is is uh, is clearly demonic. And it, it's it's as if Satan himself is coming against Israel and coming against America as a protector. 
But could you give us an example of how you protect yourself from unforgiveness? Well, um, you've got you have enough people after you that I'm listen, sure I you have, have more to reason to deal to, with to, to, to so. have hatred in yeah, my right. heart. But you know, the Lord says, when you stand praying, yes, if you have aught against any, forgive that your heavenly Father might forgive you. Now, that is preceded by the chapter. I mean, by the passage on miracles. If you want to move mountains, you want to have miracles in your life, you want to have a miraculous answer to your prayers then you must be in a state of being forgiven. And unless you are that, you will not see the glory of God. So if you're going to enter into the invisible world where miracles are, then you have to come to forgiveness. And so whenever there's a time of soul searching, uh, the other day one of the newspaper editors here took off on me. It was just scathing. So I could either hate him or I could pray for him. And so I wrote him and I said, as soon as I heard of your article, I began to pray for you. And I'm praying a blessing for you. And I'm praying a blessing on your family. <laughs> and I'm praying, I'm praying that God will bless you and everything you do. And I ask you to forgive me for not praying for you more. Well, I mean, the guy gets a letter and he wrote me back and said, I thank you and I received the blessing. Well, I mean, this is a man who has just been an implacable enemy, but uh, I, I feel real good about it because I'm really praying for him now. I'm asking God to bless him. So that reverses it. So instead of sending negative thoughts toward him, I'm sending positive thoughts. I'm, I'm praying for him. Well, that's that, a help for us, though, to hear you say that. Well, that's the way you deal with your, your enemies and deal with these things because when you do that, uh, not only do you have the blessing of the Lord, but you see, then that opens for me or for the person the avenue of miracles. Whereas if you don't do that, you have literally shut down the miracle gate. You, you've shut down your access to miracles. Now, how do you understand the scripture to mean, if you don't forgive, I will turn you over to the torturers? What does that mean? To well, you? He's, he's talking, in that case, he's talking about somebody that, uh, uh, you remember the, uh, uh, the story, it had to do with a, a nobleman was, that owed, let's say, $10 million, and he comes in and the king says, well, put him in debtor's prison. He says, oh, please, your majesty, don't do it. And so the, the king says, okay, I'm a generous, benevolent Lord, and you're forgiven. So he goes outside and, and he sees this little guy that owes him $100 and he grabs him and he says, pay me. And the man says, I can't pay. And so he says, well, put him in debtor's prison. Uh, and so the story uh, was of the king heard about it. He says, that dirty ingrate, I forgave him $10 million and he wouldn't forgive a hundred. I think that's the, and so take him out. Uh, uh, but I don't think you have to take a parable beyond the fact that uh, Jesus is saying, go torture him. But it's, it's uh, what he's saying is that the debt that we owe to God is so mammoth. It is so enormous in, 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 in its magnitude of how we've offended him. And God Almighty said, I have forgiven you all your sins and all your transgressions and everything. And then we find some little offense where somebody has, has kicked our dog or something right. and, and we won't forgive him. So uh, I think Jesus is saying essentially that, uh, you know, if that's the case, why, why would we be deserving of anything? But uh, I, I don't think you ought to 
pushed that particular last phrase to beyond a parable is supposed to teach one central truth, and that's the central truth. That's a truth. great warning. It is it's a certain warning. But the, the biggest thing is it cuts off the access to miracles. That's the problem. And of course, once you have your access to miracles taken away from you, then indeed you're at the mercy of, of Satan or whatever. It's, it's very possible. We, we need miraculous covering as we walk in a world that's full of devils.